back home. <laughs> Did you tell him about it? Um, he about to know now. You know what was so crazy was I was single, <clears throat> but to him, I'm never single. That's like, how they always are. They just, yeah. Because he's not doing nothing. Uh-huh. And this was the first time, for real, though, like, where we was off. Like, usually I'm the one, like, I leave, and I really don't be doing shit, but I leave because you fucking off. Like, and you fucked off this time, but I left this time, and I didn't have no intentions on coming back, for real. So I started, you know, mingling and ended up fucking with somebody. And I never did that before because I ain't had no intentions on fucking with nobody. You know, I was just, I was cool. But this time I'm like, I'm sick of your shit, man. I, like, this it. It's four years of this same bullshit, bro. This is it. I'm tired. I'm finna go to fucking jail fucking with you. So, um, <laughs> you know, I try to move on. And it was cool. It was cool. But I think once he saw, like, oh, this bitch will really leave me for real. Like, because I never did it before. Mm-hmm. He was, like, applying the pressure with, like, getting me back and, you know, just making changes and fixing shit. And I'm, I ain't telling him. I'm letting him think I'm so motherfucking happy over here. I, everything is just peaches and fucking cream. This nigga is treating me wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing that wrong to me, but I was just seeing the same nigga shit. Like, I, but I ain't gonna let you know that because I ain't gonna let you know, nigga, you need to keep keep leveling your ass the fuck up because shit, I ain't coming back to the same shit. But this nigga over here doing the same shit you was doing. Yeah, I could stay my ass in the house. Right. <laughs> and then two weeks ago now, so are y'all on good terms right now? Yeah, I mean, that's my, that's my nigga. Like, we friends. We friends before anything. So even if, you know, shit fucked up with us, I tell you, it's toxic. Like, we still gonna talk. Like, we still gonna... We could argue right now. We will probably be on Twitter taking all the subliminal shit to the next level and be on the phone <laughs> an hour later. So what happened... I think I'll be bored, though. I'll be bored. What happened? <laughs> I'll be bored. Girl from the room pop back up. He still... Nah, it's not been, been situations like that. Shit, I had the same bitch popping up for two years. Ooh. It's not big situations like that, you know, but relationships. Yeah, they they was together. Yeah, it, it you know niggas do niggas. I mean, shit, but with I this just, girl, you actually had to talk with her and now she knows that you exist. So Yeah, we we had plenty of talk. It was to the point where we with her because she ain't owe you nothing, but now she know. So aside from him still fucking with her, she continued to fuck with him after y'all had a woman to woman talk that you're his woman. Like what happens then? She'll get her head. I don't, I don't expect her not to talk to him after me and her have a woman to woman talk because still bitches don't owe me nothing. We gotta remember bitches out here ain't cut like you know, it ain't no cold out here. It ain't no, it ain't no, I'ma respect that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't none of that no more. So I'm just expecting a bitch to be a bitch. Bitch gonna do whatever a bitch wanna do. She still don't owe me shit. I don't care if I told her that was my nigga. If the nigga got on the phone with her after I left and said, Oh, that's my ex, she crazy, whatever the case may be. Like, cause you know niggas are paying a picture. If she believed them. I can't be mad at her. Like she don't owe me shit. She don't owe me shit. But I when to when bitches start making the tables turn, you gotta wear them same shoes you put me in. I don't want to hear no bitching. <laughs> what are we gonna do, Randy? I want you to be in a real <laughs> non I want him to straighten up. I don't think I need I don't think I need it. I don't, I think it's I think it's cool. Like I think like it's fun for both of us. We both know we love each other. Like it's entertaining, but we love each other. You know, it's it's it keep me busy. Honestly, it give me a lot of material, so. <laughs> it does, I'm sure. Oh, wait, so let's talk about this new album that's coming in. Because 
Life lessons are blessed. Right. What is going to be on this? What is it? Real bitch radio? Real bitch radio. It's it's like it's like the I'm every woman of rap music. Like yes, in, a, in an album. Like because one thing about it, I don't, I'm very transparent. I don't hide nothing from nobody. I done got on here and told y'all this nigga just cheated on me two weeks ago. I done got on here and told y'all, you know, the sex bomb, whatever, because it's us. I'm very transparent. I'm a woman. I'm human. I'm emotional. I, I think I'm right all the time. Hell, I'm I'm wrong. All, you know, I, I go through everything. I done been up. I done been down. I done been kept by a nigga. I done kept a nigga. And that's what I'm going to talk. Like, this album is that. It's everything. It ain't just the Chanel, this Gucci, that bitch. I got to bag my pussy good. It ain't just that. Of course, I'm going to talk about that because them facts. But, you know, it's. <laughs> I'm going to talk about shit it's real. At the end of the day, it's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I done, I done been broke before. Like, I, I have looked at a Chanel bag and, and wondered how much it cost and never knew because, shit, I, I ain't looking, I can't afford it. I done drove the beat-up Hondas and I done drove the biggest business. Like, I, you know, I, I just want to have something on there that resonates with every woman. You know, even with everything I got now, I just I made the song solid, bitch. That was something I was really going through right then. And people look, you know, from right. the outside and think like, oh, she pretty or, you know, the niggas love her. They, she can have anybody she want and think that because of that, I'm happy or I don't got problems. Nah, I want everybody to know I got problems. I got the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, just like everybody else. And I want every song you put on on there to be able to speak to somebody. That's a great summary. I cannot is, wait. Yeah. So we have a date yet, or we just know early 2021. What's the? No, I, I, I'm looking before the end of January. Like I want to, I, I'm, I want to start first quarter out real strong, and I just want to set the tone. Like I want to set the tone. I'm really ready to just show what I can do. I feel like I've, I've introduced myself to the rap game. I've introduced myself as an artist, but. When you don't know what you're doing and when you got a team who, you know, figuring shit out too, when you're going through shit in your personal life and you can't really focus on your craft, like all of that affects what you got going on. And that's why this project is going to be so fucking bomb because I've taken all of that and I've put it into that music. Like, yeah. I done miscarried. I done, you know, all of this while trying to figure out who the fuck I am and where the fuck I'm going. Right. And I want to tell that story. Like, even with we talking about a nigga right here who I, clearly ain't shit, you know, but he got a good heart. He a good nigga. I want people that, like, it's a, it's a, it's a woman out there who in the same situation yeah. with a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Millions of women under, out there. Very relatable. They don't understand why. And I kind of, I, I want y'all to understand why. I want y'all to know when, oh, she on Twitter talking shit about that nigga again. They going back and forth. I want y'all to understand why it's that deep. I want y'all to know, oh, she in the same boat like me. It's sentimental value. It's, it's time. It's, you know, when I'm talking about my money, bitch, yeah, I'm bragging about my motherfucking money because I, I done been broke before. I don't been out here. I don't live at hotels before. I don't had to figure out what the fuck me and my kids was gonna eat. You know, I don't been with the riches of niggas who ain't shit. Dick ain't shit. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I done, we done done all this. Let's talk about it. Right. That it's, just hurt somebody's feelings. It's dick it. ain't shit. It, yeah. You know what it is too. Yeah. Is, are there gonna be any features? Man. Oh yeah, it's, it's plenty features. You gonna share some? I, you know, I got. I might have another one with Kevin on there. 
Okay. Might have some with a little baby on there. You know, me and Key got a couple. I got a picture which one I want to put on there. Right now I'm working on like, I want females on it, but you know, everybody be online kicking that, oh, girl power and we need to work together. And it's unity and we need, I'm, I'm happy for everybody. That shit be on the internet. Bitches really don't be trying to work for real. But I'll be on some organic shit. I, I've reached out to everybody. I've supported everybody. So whoever organically want to work, then we'll have some female, you know, features and collabs on there. But if it don't happen like that shit, I ain't pressing no I saw all the women going back and forth. I was hating watching that on social media the other day. Watching all Yeah, but that just really show you for real like that shit that everybody get on the internet and say ain't what they really own. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about nobody in that argument. I'm talking about females in general. Everybody get on the internet and say, oh, we, you know, we got to keep doing what we're doing. It's looking good for females in rap right now, whatever, whatever. Y'all not genuinely meaning that because if y'all was, these niggas, even when they got beef, they know how to put that shit to the side and go get the bag. Right. You know, they know, they know how to handle the business. They know, they know how to be smart when it comes to marketing, when it comes to tapping into each other's fan bases, when it comes to just hell. Let me see you do it because these niggas been doing it to us, you know? Like, we gotta, we really gotta stick together. It ain't a lot of us. Right. They let their emotions get in between of what the business should be taken care of. And not that, even that. They let the fan. They yeah, let that's the what it is. She say. Mm-hmm. They let the he say, she say really control the narrative. Fans be making beef. And instead of bitches getting online and being, you know, real and straight to the point, they let the shit linger and carry on. And that's how beasts be getting started. If you see your fan sitting here and you up under another bitch page, you know, talking crazy about her and you know it ain't like that or you don't have no issue with it, why not say, why not tell your fans, hey, yo, chill, I'm cool. Me and her cool. We ain't got no issues. Dead it right there. Yeah, and bitches right. don't do that because bitches want to be talked about. Bitches like all that messy shit. Mm-hmm. And they're also that, you're right, because the fans do start that all the time. I notice that they'll be like, oh, she's subbing this person. Yeah. It's and a lot of speculation it, all the time, but I also Man, feel yeah, like a lot of trauma. Know, like a lot of these women have gone through a lot of stuff too. And I was, I was thinking about what everybody just been through when I was watching like all this beef going on, you know, Asian doll and Young Miami. And I'm just thinking like they all just had some traumatic experiences, loss, you know, happen yeah. in their lives too. And I think sometimes it just like those things also can fester up. And Megan, like everybody just been through so much. Yeah. It's hard. And like, even for you, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff, like you said, that you've been through and then something might happen online and you just explode because it's triggering sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just be other things too. I feel like. Yeah, no, that's definitely, I think that got a big part, you know, of it too. But if bitches was really on that unity and shit, bitches would know what other girls got going on. Cause y'all really be having these relationships, not just this Instagram shit. Y'all really know what's going on with each other. Right. Because y'all, y'all really would be tapping in. Y'all really would be, you know, extending one hand to each other, but bitches don't do that. I firsthand, I know this firsthand. Bitches don't do that. Do you have anybody you consider a friend in this business? A woman, like another artist that you're like, that's my friend for real, though. Real life. Mm-mm. Damn. That's fair. She but is. I'm not mixy. Like, I'm not mixy. I don't, and that might be a downfall of mine. Like, I don't I don't like to be on the scene. I don't be at all the parties. I don't be, you know, here because I know such and such gonna be here, whatever. Like I like to sit in the house and and being a part of this industry, I know that's working against me. But the th- reasons for what we see on the internet, it's why I like to sit in the house. I like to stay the fuck out the way because bitch, I fight for real. 
<laughs> not, right. not, for, not for play play. At all. Yeah, like I'm not with it. I, but I, that's that mentality coming from where I'm from. Like, I'm about respect. I ain't going to disrespect you. Don't disrespect me. I ain't going to let nobody disrespect you and put my name on it and not say nothing about it. It's been plenty of times I like came in. My fan base might not be as big as everybody else's, but when they start in that shit, nah, I ain't got no issue with her. We cool. Like, dead, that. that. That's what a real bitch going to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, we got to make sure we show you some support on lip service. And when the world opens back up, are you going to be doing some shows sometime soon for the album and everything? Hell yeah. We doing all, everything. Everything. We might got to do like a lip service live or something. Mm -hmm, for sure. <laughs> I'm with that. That sounds fun. I'm with that. <laughs> and have a good time. But listen, you got some homework, okay? We need you to um, take some comment swallow. Yeah. yeah. We need some swallows going on. on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just once. Yeah, just once. You got to try it. Is it birthday coming up? You? I'm saying. No, his birthday passed. He's a Scorpio. That should tell y'all everything. Uh, my worst ever relationship is a Scorpio man ever in life. Yeah, that should tell y'all everything y'all need to know. I always say that. Scorpio man, they're no, the biggest cheaters. No, thank you. I don't know. I might get real, real lit one night. Who knows? Because when, when I'm lit, my white side come out. I'll be ready to try all kind of shit. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what you could do to get revenge? If he do that to you again? Never mind, I ain't gonna say it. That's real foul. I, you just do it to somebody else and tell them about it. Oh, and no, that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work. Man. I'll that play it with you. That's kind of that's kind of trifling. She said, "Fuck the best friend." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let them know you got that yeah. sauce too. But I wouldn't do that though. I wouldn't do that. It's just a song, you know. <laughs> That'd be my alter ego talking. You know, she like to talk her shit. I like, I got a slick mouth. I like to punch a nigga in the gut. <laughs> that is something that we heard a guy's feelings. They hear that. They like, damn it, you not playing fair <laughs> at all. Yo, because even if I wouldn't do it, nigga, you stuck with that image in your head. Like, I bet not ever get out of line because this bitch said. <laughs> and if she going over there doing all that shit she do to me to him, I'ma kill this hoe. <laughs> well, Renny, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Keep us updated on when the album's coming out so we can make sure that we post support. And yeah, we had a really good time with you today. So we gotta do a part two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had so much fun talking to y'all. I'ma have more shit to talk about for real. My life is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can. We can't wait for the next story. You know, it's going to be another story. Right. <laughs> and look, I think yeah. I'm going to start doing story times on YouTube. Somebody got to hear about this shit. Because you funny. You know it's just story. Yeah. And you're so upfront and honest about it. That just makes it so much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tell the truth. I, I can't cap with nobody. I can't cap with nobody. I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And have a great holiday. Happy New Year and all that good shit. And yes, yeah, we are. Real Bitch Radio. Thank y'all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you. We see you doing interviews with all these guys, so we were like, we got to step in. Right. right. It's about time we got to chop it up with the girl. girls. And you know what? They be, trying to, they be trying to ask, you know, the same questions we talk about, but y'all ain't going to get the tea I'm going to give it to the ladies. Like, no. For sure. <laughs> all right, Renny. Thank you so much. Lip service. So I was like, eh, should I still be going on this date? But I, you know, I let it slide because at the time, my issue with Tinder is that I don't feel comfortable, uh, well, back in the day, 
I didn't feel comfortable meeting people in person because I had a lot of insecurities, a lot of body image insecurities, a lot of insecurities about how I look, whether or not I'm pretty, whether or not I'm ugly, will they like my shape, how I look, because I'm plus size. And that also navigates how I look at life, you know, being a black plus size woman. That's just who I happen to be. And that takes into account how I view relationships as well as just like my, my familial relationships with men in general and my male friendships. They kind of like help shape my perspective on how I see dating overall. So I was talking to this dude and a lot of I, the, the dude that I'm talking about from the first of the story and a lot, I let a lot of things slide in the beginning because like I said, not the person I am today, but like the person back in the day that I was like, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence. So I was good with any type of attention. Like girl just wanted attention. I wanted to feel cared for, I wanted to feel loved. And there were some messages in the beginning that were like a little bit off-putting or a little bit sexual. And then he said it was his friends that sent it. And I'm, I'm really forgiving in general. And he seemed nice overall. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just a fluke. I'll let it slide. I don't really care. Like, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad that there's somebody who will ask me about my day. Now, something that was brought into my perspective later, like, I realized he never really talked about any of his other interests other than basketball or his hobbies or stuff like that he would really focus on me which I like but like it kind of didn't really give much of a full idea of his personality to me on who he was like so I don't know I kind of gave myself this expectation of the type of person he was gonna be based off of the fact that he was so interested in me that I didn't real I realized I didn't know much about him and then afterwards you know we was talking about say a couple weeks you know I'm not to like just go out of my way to see somebody you know like I said that little foundation I need a little shum shum before I decide I'm gonna go out and put myself out there and especially like I said I had a lot of concerns about how I looked and things like that so when I got in you know I got my little car I got a little dressed up put on my makeup and I had a bad feeling about a lot of things because like I said like I get nervous meeting people for the first time that I didn't meet in person that's why I like meeting people in person because I know how they look whether we vibe I can find out their interests and stuff because I need to be someone that has like a conversation with you from the jump because I'm a very extroverted and loud person that's just who I happen to be like and I don't mesh well with people that are really really introverted that's just not my personality like we, we can be friends and introverted but like if you're someone like as a partner and you're introverted it's probably not gonna work for us because I'm just I'm like a 99 percentile extrovert like help me get out of here because I I miss the outdoors <laughs> type of type of person so I went there and I drove and he lived like an hour away he chose out a Mexican restaurant he was still living in camp on campus it was like an hour drive and I was concerned because the pictures had switched up a little bit since like the day before so I was like I'm not sure if I'm gonna actually like this date and I was like but I'm gonna keep an open mind because you know I told myself I had to give myself more chances with dating even if it was something that didn't make me feel uh, extremely comfortable at the time especially because of how I just tell you men approach me in general it's not a way that I find favorable so anyways yeah so when it came to the actual date itself I got there I showed up to the restaurant and when I saw him I realized that he was like he was like, I'm 5'5", five five, and he was shorter than my chest. And, like, usually I don't talk to people that are shorter than me. Um, unless it's by, like, a couple inches. Like, I'm not usually somebody too shy. Like, you know there's a whole bunch of girls out there that be like, I don't date nobody unless he over six feet. Like, me, I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> like you could be, like, you know, we could be about the same height. Or you could be, like, a little bit taller. It could be, like, two inches, three inches, four inches. Like, that little, you know. 
I don't care. But like it was it was a drastic difference for me and I didn't I was I was I was actually a little bit shocked by that. So I was like, oh no. <laughs> Especially because the pictures that I was looking on his profile didn't make me think that way. So I guess again my own perceptions on how everything went. Then when we went through the date itself, um I just didn't feel comfortable with our interaction, according to his friends that have watched the previous in interview, is that he has, um, he doesn't have, he has a mental illness where he cannot properly communicate with other people, which is fine. I feel that if that is an issue, I would love that people be honest with me in terms of your communication styles. Like, I'm very chill and easy to talk to, so if you have a certain way or speaking style, let me know, or just any sort of issue, depression. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Bo, for anything. And let's talk about women. Let's talk about the women here in Dallas. Now, this is a video that's been requested for a while, you know, whether in person or whether it was online. Fellas usually reach out to me and they want to know, hey, man, how's the women? And they usually want to know two things. How do they look? How do they act? Because, ladies, I'm just keeping it real. Fellas care about those two things. OK, above anything else. And so I'm making this video to just kind of tell you my experiences. So as a disclaimer, keep in mind, I'm not talking about all women. I can't talk about all women. I'm only telling you the perspectives of a man who's dealt with women on the East Coast, New York versus Dallas, Texas, and just giving you my observations. So take it with a grain of salt. Not all, not all, not all. Okay. I know somebody's still going to leave me a comment saying, I'm not like this and I'm not like that, da, 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 whatever. So anyway, let's get right on into it. Let's talk about how do they look, right? Uh, for the most part, the women are in shape. For the most part, the women take care of themselves. Um, and I think it, a lot of it has to do primarily with the weather, all right? Whenever you're comparing warm weather state with a mixed weather state, you're going to have scenarios where because the temperature is high, um, you tend to be more outdoors, so therefore you want to be comfortable. You have to wear uh, more fitted clothes. You tend to want to be in shape, right? As opposed to on the East Coast or in New York, I'm comparing it to, because eight months out the year it's mostly cold, you can kind of hide under a big coat. You can hide under a hoodie. You can hide under loose clothing. That's why you find that, you know, come May, April, May, people thinking, oh, man, I got to get right for the summer. Because they know they really only get, get two, three months of the good weather and then it's back to getting cold, right? And so I notice a difference there. You know, most of the women here, when I run into them, they usually have workout clothes, right? And it's not that they just worked out, but it's just because they want to be comfortable, right? So a lot of yoga pants and that's that's a very good thing, fellas. That's a very good thing. So let's continue. Now... Let's talk about the approach, right? How do they act? Okay. Um, I find that the women here are a bit more welcoming. Um, they're a bit easier to approach. And a lot of it has to do with the mentality, right? The mentalities are different. They come from different walks of life. Uh, but I think also what it plays into is the fact that their basic needs are met for the most part, right? Most of the women that I've interacted with here, they drive, they have a car, they tend to have a job. They tend to have a place to live. Okay. And those are usually the things that you want to make sure that you have. Once you have those things together, then everything else is just kind of like gravy on top. And so when you approach them or when you meet them, 
you you have to really bring something to the table, right? Whether it's your personality, whether it's whatever it is, because they don't necessarily need you for those other factors, right? Now, how does this compare to meeting women in New York? Now, and this is not a knock against the women. Here's the reality. Most of the women that I've interacted with, they either don't drive or if they do drive, they don't have a car. Why? Because they don't really need to. Okay. So it's not a knock. This is, I've, I've had homeboys that I've known, grown men, don't have a car, don't drive. Uh, because you have the MTA, you got the bus, the train, um, you could take the ferry. Most of the time people are working in the city. They can, they, they don't need to have a car to get where they're going. It's more crowded. It's hard to find parking. The insurance is higher. The cost of living is higher. So one of the ways to reduce that is, you know, not having an extra bill. Right. And usually you have a friend in your circle, which is usually me, <laughs> who has a car that you could just take a ride with and go where you need to go um, out here. You can't really get away with that. You need to have a car because just to get around. So you're going to have levels, right? You're going to have those basic needs. And then, of course, you're going to have those women that are more high maintenance um, that are in certain parts of Dallas that, you know, they're going to be more bougie. And so it's, it's, they're going to be paying attention to more the materialistic things. Doesn't mean you got to deal with them, right? But they exist here. Okay. So it's not like it's everybody here. All the women here are just, you know, open arms and ready to no, you know, you, there's still women at the end of the day. Okay. Um, another thing I want to talk about is this, because I think this is very, 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 very important. Okay. Keep in mind, women nowadays tend to fall in and welcome back to another episode of Staying Pink. I'm Twyla, of course, and make sure you guys are always staying pink. So I'm coming up with a, um, I came up with a funny video um, just to let everybody know about dating in Atlanta. Of course, you guys, I know, you guys know I am newly single and well since november and i am experienced in a lot of things now i enjoyed the process the process is very fun so i'm not complaining let's get that straight but some of the stuff i run across is so funny that yeah you guys it should be a movie a book or something like that so what i'm going to do is start doing series about certain things um like this is going to be a part two because i have way more to say um when I started my YouTube video some years ago, I did have a video up about what to know, uh, five things you should know before moving to Atlanta, and they got the most views I've ever had, even though I don't get that many views because I just started, but it's the most views I've ever had. So, I figured you guys like to hear me talk shit, so that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so let's start with number one, Okay. For some reason, Atlanta niggas, yeah, and I'm going to say niggas a lot in this video. I'm sorry. If you don't like me talking shit, don't be on my video. But Atlanta niggas seem to always have their car in the motherfucking shop. Do you hear me? Every Atlanta nigga that does not have a car, instead of them saying, boo, I don't have a car right now and I'm riding Marta, guess what they say? Boo, my car is in the shop. You start dating this person, right? Because you're like, okay, he seems like a cool guy. I might as well just go ahead and date him. And you might pick him up like the first couple of times. Like, well, if I go the first couple of days and go get him and pick him up, maybe his car be at the shop by like our other dates. So if we make it to those dates. 
boo boo you may have been dating this man for like five dates and his car is still in the motherfucking job trust me he don't got no car sis he ain't got no car he is on martyr he has nothing but a martyr card okay which is not bad because i roll martyr and i will still ride martyr today but all I'm saying is, it's all about what you do and how you do it. And the fact that he chose to lie instead of just saying, sis, I don't have a car, is just hilarious to me, okay? If don't nobody know about Atlanta, Atlanta is the land of the scheme and a land, the land of everybody wants to be more than that, then they're not, okay? Every You might see people who stay in Atlanta and be like, oh, they live like this gushy life and no, half of their money is being taken away because of the rent, okay, and the lifestyle, okay? Don't get it twisted, y'all, okay? So let, let's not get too much into that, okay? But yes, sis, he ain't got no car, he ride Marta, and you might as well gonna be the person that gonna, that's gonna be driving you guys to and fro everywhere if you want to continue that relationship, okay, sis? But that's on you. They ain't got shit to do with me. Moving on to number two. Number two, yo, it's so many men in Atlanta that will act like they're single and have full-blown relationships. I mean a full wife, three or four kids, a job, I mean picket fence and everything. And you will be sitting here dating this man and he'll be like, what? You never asked me whether I was single or not. It is do I have to? Do you do you post a date when you're married or in a relationship? Like, come on! I now, like I said, I just came out of a relationship with a nigga who had like multiple was dating multiple women while he was talking to. Me. I mean, we was like in a full blown family relationship, so I get it. But then I don't because you gotta keep lying and you gotta keep. You're living a double life. Somebody's going to lack. You're not going to be able to give that woman and the new girl that you're dating who wants all of your attention, everything. And then it becomes a muddled mess. You end up playing with people's emotions. This girl going to be feeling like, oh, well, maybe I wasn't good enough for him. And your wife probably sitting at home is like, I'm probably not good, good enough for him. Imagining, imagine the damage that you're doing to both of these women because you can't just say, hey, I want to be single and just date. Just imagine all the heartbreak and all the drama. And hey guys, and welcome back to my channel. And if you're new here, hi, my name is Tanya. It's very nice to meet you. Let's just get this out of the way because this is going to be the elephant in the room. Again, I dye my hair every week. I'm going crazy. I can't explain it. I'm not sure why. I'm sorry. I was requested in the last video, like an updates video or like a Q&A to like retell story again that I took off my channel. Which is fine. I took it off because I was super ashamed of like even having this happen to me. So like, I was like, bro. And then I was like re-watching it and my makeup looked absolutely trash. But I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to retell the story of how I dated a male prostitute slash heroin addict slash escort um, slash male stripper that I met off POF, the dating app. <laughs> well, this... This is, this is it, okay? This is the story of POF and how I will never use that app or probably any app that's like dating wise. Like I just don't go, I don't go toward them. If anything, like if I meet a guy online, it'll be like Instagram or like Facebook or something. Dating apps, 
they never do me justice ever so yeah i downloaded pof uh around the time that i moved to south carolina i also was downloading other apps i was downloading like meet me i had of course like facebook instagram all that stuff but i was using it because i didn't have any friends like i know that's like weird but meet me is like to meet friends and stuff and i met a lot of the people that i am now friends with off of that app off of meet me so it's not really like like i really didn't have any bad intentions like off that app um, but I had just, you know, I was still in school down here. I had one friend and that was Alyssa. So, um, I was like, yeah, I should like meet more friends. So I downloaded Meet Me and then I ended up downloading P POF, Plenty of Fish. I watched another YouTuber's videos and she was like talking about, like she was reading messages off her Plenty of Fish and it like intrigued me to download the app, right? It really wasn't like a rhyme or reason. It wasn't like, oh my God, I really want a boyfriend. Like I was so young. I was probably like 17 or 18. So like, I really wasn't looking for anything serious. So I was just downloading it because I saw somebody else download it and I was like, ooh, I should download it. And that's how that happened. So again, I had my one friend, Alyssa. Alyssa used to introduce me to people. Like she was in a uh, long-term relationship with this guy at the time. And for the sake of this story, we'll call him Jack. And they were together for like five years. So I did know him and I did know their group of friends, but I didn't have any of my own, you know, besides Alyssa to call a friend. You know, I was on Meet Me, meeting people, like just like online, like talking to people, getting to know people, exchanging Instagrams and Facebooks and stuff. And then when I hopped on to POF, I immediately was like, I don't even like this app. This app's stupid. Like all these people old, like it was just a bunch of old, like, guys looking for relationships like old like 40 year old men looking for relationships so i downloaded the app i uploaded some photos like i filled out all the information but i never used it right so like that was literally that for pof like i never used it i would skim through my messages like once a week and see all these old creepy men and i just wouldn't use the app so like one day i got this weird message that popped up and it wasn't like any other message that i got on the app before so it kind of intrigued me and it was just a guy and for the purpose of this video he is the main character of this story we gonna call him kurt because girl when i tell you he was all types of a junkie like kurt cobain i love kurt cobain don't get me wrong but this dude was a junkie so we gonna call him kurt cobain we gonna call him kurt there we go so i got this message from this guy named kurt and he was really nice about like the way he approached me he was like i don't know you probably get this all the time but you're so beautiful like i just can't so i didn't even look at his photos i was like hey i don't really use this i did say thank you i was like thank you that was so sweet but i don't really use this app so if you want you could add me on facebook and i gave him my facebook link and then he added me on facebook right so technically, me and this guy got to know each other on Facebook. Not really POF, but he met me. Like, he found me off of POF, right? He immediately starts spamming all my photos. This dude was spamming my photos. So I... I was like, I should go look at his photos because I don't know nothing about him. I don't even know what he looked like. So I was immediately turned off by his profile just for obvious reasons, you know. Off looks, I was turned off by him. Like, I, I didn't think he was my type at all. But I thought, hey, maybe a friendship could come out of this. Maybe something could come out of this, you know? So, like, I ain't gonna be rude to him. Like, if he messages me again, I'll message him back. Which he then did about 10 minutes later after spamming all my photos. He messaged me. He's like, hey, beautiful. How you doing? So, I kind of did the straightforward approach where I didn't, like, really say anything when he complimented me. Because I just wasn't, I really wasn't into him like that. No, I wasn't. I really wasn't so I was just like hey what's up like it looks like we have mutual friends in common like how do you know he actually was friends with my friend Alyssa on Facebook and her boy better question is why can't you get a guy on your level 
that's the real question. Well, the first thing, well, first of all, I would tell you what I said in here automatically is a problem. Why you would come onto a show that you know is a disagreement day? It's selfish. It's like, well, yes, ma'am. It's it's like, I want what I want. I, I don't I don't say things for no reason. That's why I asked you questions. You're 35 years old, a business owner. That means you understand what business is. And you know, this is a business and I have a, and I have a show title and you said, damn your show title. I want to talk to you, but you could have went to my business and booked time to talk to me, but you wanted what you wanted, how you want it. I'm sorry. No, it's, but, and I'm using this as lesson. That's the problem with too many of you black women. You don't do shit the right way with black men. That was improper. And when I even when I told you the right way, you still were like, uh, well, whatever. So I'm going to use this. When was the last time you had a relationship? Um, Like the end of last year around December. How long did it last? A year. A year? Uh, and was that man, uh, did you go to college? Did I go to college? Yes. No, sir. Okay, and how long have you owned your own business? Nine years. And how and how long have you been making six figures or more? Um, the last three. Okay, why do you need a man making six figures? Um, because I'm finding out that the guys that I date, that's not, it's not working out. What does that have to do with money? Because I feel like. Um, I need a guy that I can respect and admire and I'm a bitch invention and I want a guy that has that drive too. And when he doesn't, I find myself, you know, encouraging like, Hey babe, you can do this and you can do that. And then, All right, so in North Carolina, <laughs> what percentage of the population, what percentage of men in this country make six figures or more? I think it's like 5%. I'm not closer to, closer to 10 so ten percent. Okay. Oh, all right so the question is what do those men who make that kind of money who all women tend to want what do they want i feel like they want arm candy somebody who can um have more to bring to the table than just looks but um also bring balance to their life i feel like i can help them out on um okay slow down i'm not understanding you said they want arm candy then you contradicted yourself you want they want somebody that more than just looks yeah arm candy but something behind you know brain with it and you know more in depth do you own do you know any men who make six figures or more my dad and my uncle do you excuse me do you know any men that you are related to that make six figures or more Unrelated to, yeah. That you are not related to, not on a personal level. So you don't know them. You don't know what they want, but you want them, ma'am. I'm going to suggest that you really don't know what you want. And saying six figures is just something that you've got taken from out there. But I'm not hearing this rooted to anything. 
But what do you want ultimately? Do you want to be married? Children? What? Yes, I want to be married. Do you want any children? Yes. How many? Um, I have a son now, so. Okay. How old is your son? He's thirteen. Where's the father? He's not enough in his life. I didn't well, ask he, that. I said, "Where's the father?" Well, he's not like in it like I would like him to be. All right, so uh, let me go ahead and take this down, ma'am. Men who make the kind of money you're talking about have options, and typically, I don't want to deal with women who are have 13 year old sons who are used to dating men. Who this doesn't sound appealing. To the kind of man you're talking about. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to my YouTube channel. It's your girl, Angel K. Today, I'm going to be talking about dating in Atlanta. If you're wondering what I'm doing, I'm chilling. I just took a dance class, and it was so hard, but it was nice to get back into it. And now I'm waiting for my next class, which is in about an hour. But I just wanted to make this quick video talking about... Um, the dating experience in Atlanta. First of all, if you're new here, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. I do Atlanta vlogs and I take you guys on my journeys and I try out new experiences and I'm just awesome. Let's just get right into this video. The number one thing we all know, <laughs> the number one thing we all know is that most men in Atlanta are gay so I'm talking from a woman's perspective literally I don't have a problem with gay men I like I'm one of the most accepting people in the world if I do say so myself but no I really don't have a problem with gay men it's that it's so many of them and us as straight women we don't really have much of a choice and I love my gay men like I have a best friend who's gay and we are just bomb I get along with gay men so so easily but it's just like in terms of a ratio it's like like as a straight woman it's hard to find a straight attractive man Okay, because not only is the percentage low for straight men, but to find an attractive one is not easy. And then the attractive ones, you'd be like, oh, he's cute. He's cute. You know, he might be tall, might got a nice beard, you know, might have like nice eyes, nice features, might be tall, bulky, and like, you're just like, oh, he look good. But then he start talking to you and you start watching the way he moving. You can automatically tell that he's gay. <laughs> just so it's so sad i've lived here for about a year now so i have just come to ex expect or accept the fact that most men that you see are gay and you know that's fine but i just like being around i just like being around masculine men nothing turns me on more than a masculine man so like seeing so many feminine men around it's like i don't know as a woman you want to feel protected you want to feel like you know you got big strong masculine men around you that's the first thing that's the first thing about atlanta it's just most dudes they look like they straight they might dress really really well carry themselves really well but then like even as soon as they start talking they're just really gay so it's hard it's it's hard to find and i think your best bet would just to um date online because if you go out 
most people you're gonna see out most people out having a good time and in the clubs and bars and stuff they mostly gay so just look out for that another thing about dating in atlanta is that you have to be very very careful with people as an adult you have to be regardless but atlanta is one of the most hiv infected states does that make sense did i say that right atlanta is one of the most highly hiv infected states. i don't know if i'm saying that right but basically atlanta got a lot of people with hiv and stds and stuff it's nasty it's people down here are nasty and people and i've seen stuff on twitter too which also inspired me to make this video because sometimes when we're young we feel like we feel like as long as somebody's like telling us what's up and they're like saying they don't have nothing and they're trying to you know trying to get you in bed and trying to gain your trust it can be so easy for us young women to just fall for it sometimes we're in the moment sometimes we're just like oh you know whatever blah 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 might not be that serious no it is so easy to catch hiv down here and once you catch it First of all, I hope everybody's educated. Once you catch it, you're not gonna die. You're not just gonna get AIDS and die, obviously. But you just gotta be really, really careful. Cause you know, sometimes we think, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, you always gotta make sure you get checked. Make sure you get checked. Make sure the person you're having sex with gets checked. It doesn't matter how bad you want it in the moment. Like your health is so important. And to put yourself through that and jeopardize your future just for some it's really not worth it so you really got to be careful if you're going to date people down here and you want to have fun and you want to just be careful you know condoms they might be a little pricey sometimes you know depending on how many times you have sex but you know just protect yourself protect yourself because the future will eventually be the present and if you just worrying about the i'm not gonna preach i'm not gonna preach but if you just worrying about the present eventually the future is going to catch up to you it's going to be the present and then you're going to have to take care of it so it's better to be safe than sorry last thing i'm gonna say about dating in atlanta is that the fact that and i'm about to get mad i'm trying not to get mad i get mad so easily nowadays Whew. but the fact that the fact that there are so many straight women and a, a low percentage of straight men straight attractive men and I'm, I'm basically kind of talking about my age group like 20s early 30s i'm not talking about people like older 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 so from my experience people in my age group men I, i'm gonna say young men because you know in our 20s we are still kind of young most men are looking for a come up there's a lot of men out here who are bums they are bums bums they're bums 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 and most men out here are trying to live a lifestyle that they don't really live that like they are not living the life that they're putting on social media you might think he's driving this fast car you know he got all these expensive clothes all these shoes these jordans he got a nice fresh haircut you might think he made money okay but most of the time it's either not legal money or he capping men will try you they will really try and use you so don't let them atlanta is considered the black hollywood 
And most people that are moving down here are ambitious and they're looking to start their business or, you know, promote their career or, you know, network, connect with people. Atlanta is promoted as, you know, affordable, cheap, you know, it's convenient, but it's really not as cheap as you think. I mean, it's, it's cheaper than LA, but most people that come here are on a budget. So I'm just saying like people will... You know, they're, they're just trying to make a come up and they see other ambitious people. They see other young, striving women and they will just try and use them. If you're a nice, caring person, one day y'all just going out for dinner. By the next week, he moving into your house, driving your car, eating up all the food in your house, you know, treating you like trash. And that just comes with experience too, being young and being the type of person that you are. But in Atlanta, it's just more of a higher risk, in my opinion. So you just really got to be careful for that. Um, just don't let people use you. Don't let people just sweet talk you and get in your pants, give you AIDS. Just watch a Tyler Perry movie before you move to Atlanta, okay? Because he seems to know. Everybody be joking about Tyler Perry, talking about, oh, he makes the same movies. He talks about black women, blah, 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 blah. And he does this and he does that. It's the same old story over and over and over. Well, Tyler Perry is in Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. Okay, he makes movies about Atlanta. Well, no, he doesn't, but I'm just saying. Okay, just watch your back. Always make sure you're taking care of you. I would say, like, in Atlanta, if you're young, don't come out here looking for a man. Don't come out here trying to get married. Come out here, chase your dreams, pursue a career. If a man comes after you, let him continue coming after you. Don't sit here and, oh, yay, finally. No. If you come to Atlanta, don't be expecting much in terms of the dating scene. I'm just being honest. Go to Texas. Go to go to some go somewhere small i'm not saying it can't happen i'm not saying you won't find the love of your life down here but your expectations need to be down here but there's a lot of nice people down here you just gotta watch your back with that being said i think that's all i have to say I'm going to chill for a little bit more before I go into this dance class. But I just want to make this video real quick. Just sharing with you guys my experience. And also, like, I've been talking to people. Like, my friends have had similar experiences. You know, just, uh, just be careful out here. If you're moving out here, be careful. So, but if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, y'all can comment below. Or message me on Instagram at angel.k. And I hope y'all enjoyed this video. And... Don't forget to subscribe. I will see y'all in my next video. Now, if somebody was to ask you, is that your man or is that your girl? You're just like, uh, no. You a bad girl and your friend's bad too. Oh, you got the swag, saucy dripping swag goo. You a bad girl and your friend's bad too. Oh, you got the swag, saucy dripping swag goo. Oh. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to All About Jen. I am so excited that you have returned for the very next video. Now you already know what time it is. If you haven't already, please subscribe.
don't know what you're waiting for okay and turn on post notifications so that you are notified as soon as i post new content now i know i've kind of taken a little bit of a break and i am sorry i got a lot going on guys but I did miss you guys and I hope that you miss me too. Now, as you can tell by the title below, I'm gonna be talking about dating in Atlanta. Some of you guys have followed me on Instagram, so if you haven't followed me yet, please follow me on Instagram at allaboutjen underscore. You have even reached out to me after I posted my last video explaining why I moved from New York to Atlanta. And you guys had some questions and I was happy to answer some of those questions for you. You can also comment down below if you have questions about this video or if you have any suggestions about new topics that you'd like me to cover. So with that being said, let's dive in. Dating in Atlanta. Uh, what can I say? So my first year living in Atlanta, I was completely single. I came from New York single okay i don't have children i'm not married and i wasn't in a relationship and i had graduated with my masters and i was in my career and i was working in new york and so i really want to talk about what it's like dating as a single young adult woman you know a single young adult new york weekend okay I know a lot of times people get married really young and they find their soulmate at a very young age but that doesn't really represent the rest of us out here okay who have to go on a journey who end up graduating from college who end up getting into their careers and still find themselves pretty single they live a full life but they just haven't found that special person and we all know that you want to date somebody with substance you don't just want to date anybody and so my last relationship was five years ago it was my first year of grad school and it ended really bad you guys i was heartbroken i was upset uh, it just took a toll on me emotionally and i said to myself the next time i enter into a relationship i want to make sure that the person i am with is somebody that i see myself marrying now i say a real relationship because a lot of times nowadays okay people are not even in relationships anymore people are in situationships there is no title involved there is no commitment involved no strings attached however you want to say it it's just not a real relationship now if somebody was to ask you is that your man or is that your girl you're just like uh no because you guys have not had that conversation not only that a lot of people tend to play games and i get it you guys dating in general is tricky people sometimes will be hot one day and cold the next will be into you one day and disappear the next day and go ghost on you so i totally get it i've had my fair share of that experience and it's painful and it's really hard but it's a part of the dating situation okay in any major city there's always going to be some difficulty in dating because there are so many people living in this city right there's so many people living in new york city there's so many people living in los angeles there's so many people living in atlanta right and so because there's so much to do and so many people out here it makes it very hard to find um the diamond in the rough i will say <laughs> but it's not impossible the game changer for me was was that i began to date with intentionality i began to date with purpose after experiencing so many heartbreaks i had to realize what's best for jen you know i'm not going to take anybody serious unless they're taking me seriously and that's the point that i reached and so i don't want to get too too much into um many tips on dating but what i really want to focus on in this video is just my experience as a single young adult woman in her career, educated, working, 
but just single what it was like for me in my first year living in Atlanta. Now, currently I am in a relationship. I wanna talk about what it was like for me my first few months living out here in Atlanta as a single woman. One thing you guys should know, just like myself, I moved from New York to Atlanta. Not everybody that you meet in Atlanta is from Atlanta. I've met guys, not just for dating purposes, just in general, people that you come across, people that you meet, friends, coworkers, that are not from Atlanta. They are not originally from here. They live here, but some of them are from North Carolina. Some of them are from Arkansas. Some of them are from California, Detroit, Texas, from Brooklyn, whoop whoop, Ohio, okay? London, Africa, like you name it. Everybody's here too, you know what I'm saying? People come from different states and from different regions. So not everybody is an Atlanta native, so just keep that in mind. Um, there is a little bit more Southern hospitality. There is an emphasis on black excellence. And what I really loved about this city was that I came across so many young professional men of color who were educated, who had their own careers, who you know owned their own cars, lived in their own apartments, weren't living with their mamas. And I really liked that about, about dating in Atlanta. You know, you met men who had things going for them. Just like in any dating situation, you definitely have men that are really not ready for commitment. Now, if a man is not ready for commitment, do not force it. It's just he's telling you he just doesn't want to be in a relationship and you have to love yourself enough and tell yourself that that's just not for you, sis, okay? Keep it moving. One thing that I would always hear from like coworkers, from friends, you know, was that there was this negative like fear that women had living here in Atlanta, which was like, oh, there's just a disproportionate ratio of women compared to men out here in Atlanta. So there were more women than there were men. Now, for some reason, every woman would use this logic to explain why they weren't in a relationship or to explain why they were single and why things couldn't work out. They would say, well, men have more options. Women are more limited. You know, there are a lot of attractive people out here. There are, there are attractive women out here. There are attractive men out here in Atlanta. I will say that. Atlanta is full of beautiful people. I will say that. Okay? But, you know, I don't think that we should feed into those types of fears. Now, for me, I remember my friend telling me and, you know, the number of this people is this and the ratio is this and it's so hard and how, how will I ever find somebody and how will I ever this and how will I ever that? Now, I do not live in fear. Okay, I do not care what the statistics are. I was not going to allow statistics. I was not going to allow people's opinions. I was not going to allow society, okay, to tell me or to determine what my future was going to be. Now, when you hear that coming from a different city down to Atlanta, it's almost like you feel like people are trying to, to instill fear, like, like, oh my God, like if that's the case, like why am I here? I'm never gonna find my husband. I'm never gonna, guys, stop it. You know, don't get me wrong. I get that statistics are important. I get that numbers are important because it tells us the likelihood or what the chances are. And maybe the chances are slim, maybe the chances are this, maybe the chances are that. But, but I don't walk by sight, I walk by faith. Okay, so I just have faith. I was like, I don't care what anybody got to say about how many men and how many women living in Atlanta. Like, if it's meant for me to be here, that person will come to me. And show up, they did. All right. <laughs> but anyway, that was just me. Like, I just was like, I really don't care. You know, if you want to live in fear, you go ahead and live in fear. I'm not. You know, my whole life has really been just about stepping out on faith. Now, don't get me wrong. 
you know, I still have my ups and downs. The work never stops just because you're in a relationship. You still have to work on yourself. You cannot expect for somebody to come into your life and you ain't even ready yet. You know, you're still holding on to anger. You're still holding on to bitterness. Everybody is a work in progress. But if you are single, I would say use this time very wisely to do all of the things you ever wanted to do. How, now, how do you meet people, bachelors or whatever you want to call it in Atlanta? Well, there are so many networking events. There are young professional mixers, happy hours, different events maybe pertaining to an industry that you're in or a field that you're in. Look it up, you'll find it. There are festivals going on in the summertime, so many concerts. The nightlife here is pretty good. And even just like organizations,